This episode has strong language that's not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Nigga, I don't give a fuck. Even if you think I should, bitch. Nigga, I don't give a fuck. Even if my friend is bad. Welcome to the Fap and T-Rex Musicology in the Carolina Kid Podcast Network, where music nerdery is served with a side of ratchet. I'm your host, that boy Coot. This episode is brought to you by Toe Jam and Pussy Bacon. Subscribe to the Carolina Kid Podcast Rewired and its other spawn. Anywhere podcasts are downloaded. Follow on a ride and Karen Doctor leave a nice five-star review on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, and I'll read it on the show. Also, leave me a voice message and donate. On anchor.fm slash datboycoot. That's anchor.fm slash D A T B O Y C O O T. What is good, niggas? <laughs> it is the end of the year, niggas. <laughs> we ending out the year strong. You're probably not going to get another episode this week out of me. This will be the lone episode of the last week or two of the year. Because my black ass. <laughs> It's tired, okay? And I need to take a vacation, okay? Right now, you're just going to probably get musicology episodes and bonuses because that's all you're going to get. No, no regular episodes, all the crazy shit that happens, it'll build, nigga. I'll, I'll put that shit on retainer. <laughs> but right now, I'm going to talk about 10 albums that I really like this year. It's not really like worst to best type of list. It's just 10 albums, okay, 10-ish. 10-ish albums that I really fuck with this year and I honestly think should be talked about as albums of the year, right? Um, These are not necessarily great albums, all of them, right? There are some great albums in here, but there are some like, hey, that's kind of decent. It's just something that I was rocking with, you know? So um, let's get to it. Fuck it. Um, Here is the first song that I will play from an album that I like right about here. I don't know why, but I'm thinking about that damn Freddie Gibbs freestyle that he had over that shit. And he's like, bang, bang, skeet, skeet, bang, bang, skeet, skeet. I don't know. <laughs> Shit. Oh. Freddie Gibbs don't give a fuck. And I love that nigga. This is why Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib are such a great pair. But sidebar. Um, Mad Lib's Sound Ancestors was an album that surprised me. Um, it's an instrumental album, of course. But I thought the sequencing that was done, I believe it was by Fortet, right? Fortet. Um, did the sequencing for the album. He mixed the album as well. I thought Fortet did a really good job with these Mad Lib songs. And it took you on a musical journey. It was a auditory journey that was very polished and 
very, very cut from like a international cloth that is beautiful, right? It took all these different genres and weaved them together very well, which I, I appreciate very much because Mad Lib is literally a blender of like the world's music in a funky form. Like that's everything <laughs> that Mad Lib is. And um, I want to give that man his flowers while he's still alive because we keep losing people that are awesome and truly unlike anyone else in this equation. So props to Mad Lib. Sound Ancestors, I think, is a good album for me. Um, something that I come back to. Um, yeah. So to our next album right about here. I told you long ago on the road. I got what they waiting for. from nothing, dog. Get your soul. I know some of y'all niggas is like, really? Really? Industry baby? Yes. Industry baby fucking hit. Okay. Let me tell you something about that Lil Nas X album, man. That Lil Nas X album to me was one of the better rap slash pop albums I had heard. Like, in a while. Right? Like, I feel like the only person that would be able to pull it off in that fashion, like maybe he did, was would be like a Tierra Whack because Tierra Whack just dropped the EP, and I'm like, she is killing it with these little pop R&B rap songs. Like I'm like, damn, but Lil Nas X has little messages in here. He has gold nuggets in. It. Like he's doing everything with purpose on this album, and if you really listen to the lyrics, Stu really had something to say, and. A lot of people hated on the Montero song, but honestly, you know, or call me by, you know, call me by your name. The Montero album itself is a, it's, it's a really good pop album to me. And it, 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 of course, has a lot of hip hop elements in there. So I'm definitely going to throw this in the hip hop band. Like, I'm like, this is, this should be considered. Like, this should be talked about because, hey. Lil Nas X did his damn thing, and I really enjoyed this album thoroughly. So, um, y'all like this is not like anything <laughs> that this nigga be listening to. Nigga, I listen to the whole gambit, okay? But this is just the hip hop shit, you know. I could have went further, but you know, Fappies be about hip hop, okay? And that's what we gonna get y'all to the next album right here. I'm OD in Paris, I'm OD in France I thought that I told you I need the advance Put down your IG and look through my lens A million to grandma, who did I offend? Nigella, your dreams to me is a fan I netted 10 million and did a little dance I'm fucking the world, I ends in my pants My Uncle G told me that I had a chance So then I popped out and did it again And did it again, and did it again I cannot respect them, where did he begin? Advice from the council, let nobody in Been swearing through rumors, avoiding the trends And ducking the holes, I'm ducking the loony I'm grateful to man, man, he opened up doors They bung on they tour bus to come and compose I reach to the stars on my tippy toes This greatest success where most niggas fold I tell you my past, that shit don't get old But how could you ask, like I don't be riding my rap The critics got everyone tapped, you gotta relax The city where nobody sleeps, just tap in and ask where I'm at Ho! Smoking on your Tafa tonight, tonight Smoking on your, what's your name, tonight <laughs> 
Ah, y'all got it. Baby Keem, the melodic blue. So the melodic blue to me is one of those albums where I'm like, it's not perfect. God knows it's not perfect. But there's such great songs on here that you can't really overlook it at all, right? The album is very good. And honestly, like, if if you were offended by Range Brothers, you should have never been taken that seriously in the first place, right? But, um, you know, there, there's, there's so many hints, I feel, to what Kendrick is doing, even on this album. And that lends itself enough, right? But Baby Keem has really good concepts. And he's tried to always use multiple genres and bend it to his will for his creation and i like that about him he's not afraid to go outside of the box and experiment with sounds and that's what this album really showed me heavily you know um hey he's he's not he's not normal like his flows are different like kendrick yeah, that's definitely his cousin, because holy shit, like, and honestly, the way he was going off <laughs> on fucking Family Ties right there, like, you like, damn, like, at first, if you didn't like his flow and you thought it was whiny, then, of course, it's not going to be for you, but I grew into it, right, I, I, I love, I love Family Ties, I think Family Ties is one of my favorite songs of the year, like, that song did something to me when it came out. I could not stop playing it. And it wasn't but just because of Kendrick. It was because of both of them playing off of each other. And it made me want to listen to the whole album, and I did. And I was like, this is amazing. This is what's up. So um, next album, right? He- yeah. 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 City going up. So you better bust. Been see what really one of us. Really spilling blood. Everybody tough, today gotta go and see the judge. Nigga better hush. Remember growing up, all I wanted was to be a thug. Wanted me a plug to get a little bread. Shoot a couple niggas in the head, still outside. I don't hide from this shit for life. Had to fight for my life. Took them hits and strike. If I die for the guys, have my candlelight going up like the club. After that, go slide. Man, Vince Staples. Like. This album was probably the most underrated album on this list. Um, I think Vince Staples really went with consistency here. And really not giving us a lot on that album. Like, the song, like, bro, this album was only 20 minutes long. And it was literally, like, eight songs. Bro, like, I don't even think it was 20 minutes. I, I don't remember. But that album was hella short, only eight songs. And I was like, damn, that's it? But it was consistent, and it was produced entirely by Kenny Beats. And I was like, oh, this is a very focused album by Vince Staples and him talking about his obsession with violence and, and him being caught up in that gang shit, you know, and him really, really saying how deep he was in it. Like, it's it's a very – and it's crazy how the Vince Staples album is it's, – it's finally a self-titled album after all these years, right? It's a self-titled album. And it's his face on the cover. It's very simplistic. But <clears throat> the album, I think, shows that simplicity has a lot of beauty. And especially with a one-two punch type of situation where you have one producer, one rapper, and it's very consistent, very cohesive, and it warrants multiple listens. And I think just listening to this album once, 
will not be enough. You need to go back and listen to this album multiple times because I think the concepts he's giving you are raw, very raw, and very vulnerable on that album. So, um, yeah, please check this album out if you haven't because this album hits. And the next album is right here. Don't let the palm trees fool you, nigga, be safe. Me and my higher self, we often would speak. Somehow we lost the connection, might meet a Joshua tree. And it's been bothering me. Too many wavy women, gotta log out of IG. Can't be my A's DMing, no kidding. It's hard to move like a civilian. I write the truth cause I live it. Not like you musical niggas, we did it big and they biggest. They rather shoot than write tickets. What it feel like to go get it? What it feel like to go miss it? In one city, one country, one state. Some place to be nobody. Some place. I know y'all hella surprised by this, cause y'all like, y'all, this nigga, this nigga don't really be liking Nas like that nowadays. I'm like, nah, I love Nas. Nas got classics. He got classic albums, but you know, he ain't had a classic album in a long time. <laughs> you know, and this is the closest thing I think he's had to a great album in quite some time, right? King's Disease 1, I won't feel in it. King's Disease 2, however, was a different vibe. And it was a way more focused album. I loved his execution on this album with Hit Boy. The production from Hit Boy was just on point. I felt like, wow, Nas chose the, like even better beats on this album. And it's like he delves into a little bit of like his tried and true, but also delves a little bit into the new. And that's something that I think Nas really balanced really well on this album. Um, and as you hear, <clears throat> right, on that Nobody song, like, bro, I ain't even play Lauryn Hill verse, but Lauryn Hill went the fuck off, bro. Y'all were talking all that shit, and yes, even me, yes, I was talking mad fucking shit about <laughs> Lauryn Hill and Wildin' out here. But, um... Lauren Hill shut all of us up with that with that verse. And I think this album, it should, it's funny. This one didn't get as much attention as King's Disease 1. Because niggas heard King's Disease 1 and was like, ah, this is whatever. No, King's Disease 2 is the one you need. That's the one that matters. That's the one that is focused. That's the one that has the fire-ass beats on it. Like EPMD 2 minus the Eminem verse. Because <laughs> don't nobody want to hear Eminem. Um, that's literally like the worst thing on this album, Eminem's verse. And I'm like, eh, whatever. But <laughs> literally everything else is great on this album. Like every everything is cohesive, well put together. Like the beats that he, 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 he got from Hit Boy on this one was all fucking fire. You know, I was like, damn. I was like, man, he's choosing beats like Benny the Butcher did last year. I'm like, man, this is this is a really good tape. So, <clears throat> hey, man, King's Disease 2 if you ain't listening to King's Disease 2 and you're a Nas fan, slap yourself in the face. Next album right here. If I wasn't rapping, baby, nigga, nigga, this album, okay, this, this album was the album I was bumping, probably the most <laughs> out of all of these, right, like, personally, just, like, 
riding like a motherfucking G with this. Like, let me tell you something about Isaiah Rashad. So, I thought that this album, <clears throat> at first, I was like, I can't understand what this nigga's saying. But this nigga is just like really vibing on this album, right? And every song to me was just jamming. <laughs> just jamming like a motherfucker. You know, it might have been like one or two songs I skipped on there, but I'm still like, shit. Sound is fire. Sound is fire. Okay, just fucking flames. Y'all can be like, Needle Drop said this, and I don't give a fuck. Needle Drop be talking shit about albums that he just, he's like, I don't feel it. And I'm like, fuck you then. I'm, cause I'm feeling this. This is one of my favorite albums of the year. Like, definitely. And, um, Isaiah Rashad, The House is Burning. Even listen to the Homies Begged version, which is like the joint with like five extra songs on that motherfucker. Like, listen to Rip Young with, with, <laughs> with Project Pat. Cause Project Pat on the sample, the sample is Cheese and Dope from Project Pat. And Project Pat is literally on like the remix. And then you got like Juicy J on there too. Like, so you got two brothers from Tennessee, you know, that's that Tennessee connection. You know, originally, um, you know, on um, Chad, which <clears throat> I think is dope as shit, right? Some people are like, oh, it's kind of the... No, Chad hits too. Um, Chad has YG Tut on it, right? And I love that he has, like, niggas from Chattanooga up there. You know, niggas from Memphis, like Duke Deuce on, on, on the fucking single, you know, on, um, you know, Lay With You, right? So you had Duke Deuce, who is from Memphis, you know, I thought it was the album that Isaiah Rashad had when he was like, fuck this shit. I'm leaving L.A. I'm going back home. Right. I'm going back home to Tennessee and go have fun with my niggas. And that's what that album was to me. And then there's a little bit of L.A. in there to me, like the scissor with the with the black and stuff like that. That that shit is still like TDE, but still wavy with Kenny Beats and shit like that shit still hits. But this album to me is crazy high rotation, like re repeat on this. Like you could beat the fuck out of this album, beat like beat the living daylights out of this album. It's, it's a wonderful tape to just really ride to. Um, y'all like, damn, this nigga really love this. Yes, <laughs> this album hits. All right, on to the next album right here. Niggas ain't really on, it's like a shitty on I hit Drizzy and told him I had a milli for him I own my company's full, told him to keep the loan I took that gold bitch home, niggas big mad I put that bitch on the shelf to let it ventilate And bought another car, cause I ain't know how to celebrate That big boy, that big bitch for all weather It never rained in Cali, came with an umbrella Rose worst pull up, black boy hop out Shout out to my mother and my father, they can pull out MSG sell out, fuck these niggas yap Good credit score. This car really can't max out. Okay, so this is where we get conceptually pretty complex here. So Tyler dropped what I thought was his return, his back to basics album, right? Tyler Creator, call me if you get lost. It is the album where he's actually, I think he's grown up the most. He is, you know, um, Tyler Baudelaire, that that whole persona, you know, because Tyler's got to have a persona to keep the album conceptual. But um, there's like underlying storylines. I'm not going to get too deep into that, but there's underlying storylines here that's like, oh, shit, nigga, you ain't shit. 
So, <laughs> but um, Tyler Creator, um, I thought the production on here was just wavy as fuck. And honestly, listening to him collaborating with niggas from Griselda and like Freddie Gibbs and 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 like <clears throat> you know, I knew the direction he was going in, and it's more like a grown ass nigga type of direction as opposed to the old Tyler that y'all might have known back in 2009 right <laughs> that this is a grown-up ass Tyler you know talking about like you know nice cars and shit you know it's literally like a gangster grills album where the fact that you have literally you have DJ drama on your album like yelling on your like that that reminded me of mixed. I was like, oh, this nigga is the same age as me. That's right. He grew up listening to Gangsta Grills mixtapes just like me. Oh, shit. But yeah, like, this is like sample heavy, raw, like, dirty ass Tyler that I kind of missed a little bit. I kind of missed it a little bit, right? Like, Igor was like his, like, heartbreak album that was more of a pop album this was strictly hardcore hip-hop grimy ass hardcore hip-hop if you like just this nigga spitting this album would have been for you um but yeah like it's not gonna be better than igor because igor is considered to be his masterpiece right but call me if you get lost is like his victory lap right it's him going like hey you know I I did my shit and I can do it again, but in a different way, you know. He kind of what I would like to say sold out on his own terms, which means he was able to make music that he wanted to make so he could make the music that he wanted to make. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's crazy. So he can do it at will. He can make any type of music he wants at will, and I love it. So um yeah, call me if you get lost. Dope ass album. You're like, why is this not at the top? Hey, remember, my shit ain't ranked. <laughs> and the next album is right here. I am so persistent. I rise like precipitation. Reciprocated for my participation. The sky is blue. Not going to lie to you. This is where the upper echelon starts. And y'all like, this is such a short clip. Hey, man. <laughs> I could have gave you way more. Um, but this album, if you're not familiar with Blue, right? Blue, oh man. Blue dropped Below the Heavens in 2007, Blue Niggas Minds. Like, the album was a classic with Exile, right? Blue and Exile, when they get together, they shit be fucking amazing. Blue, it was never really fully able to do that on his own. But then, like, last year, you started hearing, like, the Miles album, which I think is just such an underrated album. Like, the fact that that album is as long as it is and it's still as great as it is is really rare in 2020. Like, for him to have done that with Exile and drop that long ass, almost hour and a half album. And I was like, but this album is so great. Like, it's, you know, when Drake drop an album and you like, this is long as fuck for no reason. Blues album was long as fuck for the right reasons. But the color blue does something even more amazing. The color blue takes one theme, really one word, and creates new themes out of it. And you never get tired of it, which is crazy. Like, it's, you know, you ain't never been blue or 
you know, um, it's it's so many different like 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 let me go through the track list. Like let, let's look at the track list here. First song is I Am Blue. Second song, Everyday Blues. People call me blue because the sky is blue. You ain't never been blue. I was born to be blue. Bluer than blue. We are darker than blue. Mr. Blue Sky. Mr. Blue. Blue World. And each song has a different theme that ties into the world. Like, Blue did this expertly well. And it's 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 mainly over jazz rap and a little it's a little bit of little bit of exile in there. But I really like what Blue does here. He just creates beautiful concepts. And honestly, this is the most coherent. I think I've heard Blue in quite some time because back when Blue was dropping albums at one point, I was like, these albums are not mixed well. Blue ain't really like saying like he's not really enunciating words. Like, is he just high as fuck when he's doing this? Like, because I know Blue smoke a, sh a shit ton of weed. But yeah, like this album was really well done. And honestly, it's funny because the samples all have Blue in them and it's like, it's just so innovative and new each time. Like it's refreshing to hear blue said in a different way through a sample with a theme of blue because you can tie the word blue to so many things. And that was just expertly done by him. I truly think it is the best, if not one of the best albums of the year. And our next album right here. Niger women got the melanin dripping L-O-N-D-O-N city girl living in the back Looking like fire chili pepper Yoruba girl tougher than imperial leather He was getting bitter while she was getting better Diamonds are forever Miss Sierra Leone looking like a gem Works hard in the week, party on the weekend Know you wanna live with no one watching how you spend Got a thing for the finer things and the finer men <laughs> Oh, this song doesn't even like tell you like how grandiose and beautiful and opulent this album is. Okay. Little Sims, sometimes I might be introvert, is just like, man, I think Little Sims is breaking a barrier that a lot of people from where she's from cannot break. It's really tough. Like a lot of British rappers have not been able to break like the American barrier, right? Because a lot of people here don't understand grime, right? What Little Sims does is that she transitions into like a completely, like she just says, she she's breaking down the wall. She's not doing just grime. She's doing Afrobeat. She's doing like Neil Soul. She's doing like a little bit of grime here and there, but like the album is so diverse yeah, it's very, it flows really, really well, but it's, it's grandiose in the fact that, you know, you have these little skits in here. It's almost like a, it's almost like a Disney movie, movie. Like it's, it's crazy, but like the way the album is tied is just beautiful. And yes, it has a shit ton of songs, but it is just a beautifully weaved album. And, 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 and I think out of all of the albums up here, it's probably the most ambitious. It has the most like, like it's literally like string sections in this motherfucker. Like it's it's whole ass string sections, and you like, nigga, this is a whole damn like this is like late registration type of shit. Like, and by the way, Little Sims is actually like, um, a British Nigerian rapper, right? From uh, of course Britain, 
Um, and it's it's crazy. Like she came from the grime scene, but she really wanted to break out of that shell. And I think more and more, Little Sims is really starting to make a name for herself. She caught my fucking attention. Okay. I hadn't heard of her until this year, which is crazy. Like she had been dropping albums before that and she had been manufacturing and crafting her sound. And she's even on this album, she's talking about how much she has changed and how she's been able to craft a, a lane for herself and, and how, how, how much work went into that, which is humbling. Right. Um, but yeah, like little Sims, sometimes I might be introvert, man. It's like, it was tough to pick my favorite. Like I, that's this this album really was the one that made me go like, yeah, I can't, I can't have a number one or or I can't have it ranked, you know, because it's just so many good ones this year. And sometimes I might be introvert. Truly is like one of my favorites. And if you haven't heard a Little Sims, if you like Afrobeat, if you like British rap, if you like any rap, nigga, I'm just, go please just listen to her. Like you. It is something on that album for you. Even if you like grime. Even for the people that's like, I like some grime too. There's a little bit of grime on there. And I like some grime too. But yeah, like, man, <laughs> that album blew me away. Um, so on to our final album. Uh-huh. They hate to see a dog ballin' like a mellow Sour armoretto, your heart made out of jello Pop-tarts and marshmallow Unlike the fashion rebels who blast the bomb skettle Real thugs who palmetto from head to palmetto Mashing on the gas, my foot is on the pedal I'm never gonna settle Fuck you mean, in your so-called ghetto You claim is all vero But locked up in the bin, get the singing in falsetto Hitting the prince notes, miss me with insults Since kinfolk was managing them folks I've been go. Stop to thank your heart for being What if you had to stop and think for your lungs to start breathing hold up, hold up. Whole lot of people would be blue in the face It's a marathon, not a sprint for the human race Many of us on this planet moving at a foolish pace Take for granted how the body needs time to rejuvenate Wait, Let me get my PowerPoint on, illustrate All the healing properties, that's your best real estate Only stop to take a break here and there Run around through the years, my body saw a lot of wear and tear Being solid put a lot of stress on the joints While I get my therapist to massage my pressure points <laughs> Y'all didn't probably realize that I put an S at the end Because this is technically two albums from the same artist that came out in the same year They were both so good I had to put it together as one of them Like it's Mac Hami, man, Mac Hami, Balance Cho, and Pray for Haiti, because both of those albums were just as good as each other to me. Pray for Haiti might be the one to celebrate a little bit more, but Balance Cho to me sounds like a more personal album, a much more too like, it's almost like a love letter, you know, and, and, and there are more personal things that Mac Hami has dealt with. But hands down, I mean, he just... He is a breath of fresh air. Like, if I had to tell you, first of all, what makes him different is he is the most Haitian-ass rapper I have ever heard in my life. Like, he he has, like, Creole, like, Haitian Creole titles in, like, all of his songs, right? On top of that, you know, um, 
there's mad skits. It's really raw. Like it kind of reminds me of like mad villainy a little bit, you know, um, which if you know me, it's like one of my favorite albums of all time, which is like, yeah, um, nerding out here, you know, <laughs> niggas like, oh shit. He he doing some raw shit. Reminds me of some Mad Libs, some Doom, some some um hell. Let let's just say some Yasin Bay, you know, uh most deaf. Man, and like when he has those melodies and he starts singing, like bruh, he reminds me so much of a nineteen ninety-nine most deaf. Not like I think of songs off black on both sides, but even raw, like with Doom beats and even or Doom or Mad Libish beats. Like, it's crazy. But on top of that, he obscures his face. He doesn't have his identity, you know, um, shown to the public. He's very guarded in that respect. And that's a lot like Doom, which I don't know if that was intentional to be like Doom or if it was just kind of like, hey, I'm obscuring my face because that's not what's important is my rhymes, which is what Doom did. He was like, Fuck, fuck how I look. How do I rhyme, though? How do I spit? And, man, my comment to me just... Even with him being part of Griselda, which is how I found out about him, um, it's just so much, like, layers to him. Like, he's a really dope rapper. Like, dope-ass flows, but when you go back, like, and listen to what he's actually, like, spitting, you're like, this... This is like some double, triple entendre type shit. This is, this is some deep, dense ass shit sometimes, you know. Um, but yeah, like Mac Hami, if you like raw ass, gritty ass underground hip hop, please listen to Mac Hami. And I, I really think that Balance Cho slash Pray for Haiti, both of them, are some of the best albums you'll probably hear this year. If you're on that raw shit, <laughs> if you're on that raw shit, yes. But, yay, hey, there's something for everybody on this list because I listen to pretty much the whole spectrum of hip-hop. And, hell, I could even pull up, I, I would pull up different types of albums from even more genres. But sticking to the fappies, we're going to do hip-hop, and that is my top ten. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode for the year. And if you haven't heard any of these albums this year, I really urge you to please go check them out. Please go check them out. There are ones up here, of course, that you may have heard before, but, um, yeah, like, this year was surprisingly good. Like, I was like, man, for it to be another COVID year, I was like, niggas is dropping mad albums. Dope as shit, too, man. Dope as shit, too. Um, That has been the show. I hope you enjoyed it. And as always, thank you. And now, folks, it's time to say goodnight. We sincerely appreciate your patronage and hope we've succeeded in bringing you an enjoyable evening of entertainment. Please drive home carefully and come back again soon. Good night. Part of your crash is the peak in my garage. My life's a movie, your life is so for some. This type of living for your type is not an option. I pay the cost to be the boss and now flossing, whoa. Hey, y'all still there? Y'all still here? Okay, so um, I'm gonna do one honorable mention because, hey man, this album to me made me feel good. 
All right. It was an album that I was like, man, I can keep listening to this album. And it really kind of got slept on this year. It was Lute's album, Goldmouth. I really enjoyed that album. It was a North Carolina-ass album, and I loved it. Lute's from Charlotte, you know, um, under Dreamville. Um, it's funny how y'all were like, y'all probably going to be like, why J. Cole album ain't up here? Because it won't top 10 material. I'm just going to be real with you. That album has some good... It's probably one of his better albums still, but J. Cole, it just... It's so many other better albums. <laughs> I hate shit, but... Lou's Goldmouth was a refreshing surprise and was a very good album to listen to, and I think that this album at least deserves some recognition. So it is a honorable mention on this list, and um, there's plenty of other albums I could have put as an honorable mention. Hell, put J. Cole album up there, too. I mean, shit... I mean, it's it's plenty of albums that really were released this year that like the Arm and Hammer, like joint, like golly with the Alchemist. Oh my God, it's some it's some albums on this motherfucker. Like I could keep going and going, you know. So, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 it, y'all. Um, I, I I'm gonna stop. So <laughs> I was fucking. I was like, hey, y'all still here? Yeah. Um, but that, that's it, y'all. I, I'm gone for real now.